Welcome to the Flourish Heights podcast, made for women by women. I'm your host, Valerie Adjamine, women's health dietitian and the founder of Flourish Heights. To be empowered in health starts with a true connection with your body. Together, we are breaking through topics surrounding periods, women's nutrition, body awareness, self-care, and much more. Let's flourish and be the best version of ourselves. Y'all, it is our podcast anniversary. The Flourish Heights podcast is officially two years old. And I'm seriously wondering where time went because I still remember when I was like putting together the ideas for the podcast and what I wanted it to be a couple years ago. And I just can't believe like two years just came up just like that. So I love, love, love hosting our podcast. It's honestly really one of my favorite things to do. And I started this podcast two years ago with a passion and burning drive to create a space for us to have honest conversations around our bodies, our relationship with food, our health, and really everything. I mean, especially when it comes to our reproductive wellness, which is often so overlooked. Um, And I just love that I'm able to bring on special guests that are the experts in the area of women's health to come and empower us in some of these types of topics. And so in the past two years, we've grown tremendously and now have over 12,000 downloads, which is a really big deal for me because when I started it, I was like, who's going to listen to me talk about this stuff? But you guys have proved me wrong and I'm so, so grateful. And it is my dream to continue to reach the masses and with your help, yes, you, we can get there. So if you are here and you've been tuning in, thank you, thank you, thank you for trusting me as your women's health resource to help support you on your beautiful health journey. That said, it is time to celebrate. And how are we going to celebrate, guys? I have a giveaway coming up, but you will only be able to know about it if you follow us on Instagram at Flourish Heights. Our information is in the show notes. So you know, click on that, head over to our page and be on the lookout. So in the upcoming days, we'll be doing a giveaway to show our love to our amazing community. And I would also love to hear from you. Like what has been your favorite episode on our show? What special guests would you like for us to bring back? What are some topics you would like for us to shine the light on and share your thoughts with me in the review section, especially if you listen and tune in on Apple podcasts. Um, But no worries if you're not tuning in from Apple, you can still email me your thoughts, a kind note. You can also leave a rating. Most platforms do have that. Um, And we are on all mainstreaming platforms. So if you have been supporting us, you know that reviews and ratings are so, so, so vital for the growth of our show. So if there's anything that you can do to help support our work, all we need for you to do is take one minute, just one minute, ladies, to leave a rating or a quick second to give us a kind um, review. I love y'all. You guys are literally the best. All right, so we are still on our Women's Health Month series, but this time we're focusing on seven key nutrients to consider. Women have unique nutritional needs, and this includes specific vitamins and minerals essential for women's health. And it's so important to understand that a woman's nutritional needs, it's going to change. It's going to evolve throughout your life cycle, specifically, you know, if you're pregnant, um, before you get pregnant, after you're pregnant, um, you know, when you're going through puberty, you know, that was a long time ago. And when you're going through menopause, which maybe you've experienced already, perimenopause, postmenopause, and 
you know, stress, stress has a lot to do with it. Um, our, our, just our lifestyle, sleep, all these things can affect our nutritional needs. And women need a number of key nutrients to live fully and maintain their health. So we are going to go through all the top, top key nutrients that I would say is super important for you to just be mindful of, of like what it actually does in your body and how you can help to optimize those specific um, levels. Some you may have heard that it's important, but you don't really know why or how much you need or if you need a supplement or if you can just get it from food. So I'm going to be breaking it down for you. Let's jump right in. All right, so the first key nutrient that every woman needs to know about is folate, okay? You probably heard about this before, but let me tell you a little bit more about it. So this form of B vitamin helps to prevent neural tube defects, especially what is called spina bifida. So these defects can be very, very devastating and fatal. We don't want any growing fetus for a pregnant person to have to deal with these complications that could have been prevented if they just knew that they needed to get enough. Now, apart from that, this specific vitamin can help to support the development of healthy red blood cells and contribute towards a healthy heart, which is something that I feel like people don't talk about because they just focus it more on like pregnancy and preventing neural tube defects. Now, the natural form folate is found in foods like dark leafy greens, citrus, beans, and the synthetic or man-made version is folic acid. So you've probably heard more about folic acid than you have folate. And um, you'll find folic acid in fortified foods like cereals and breads and even supplements. And if you're looking to conceive soon or you're already pregnant, it's so important to make sure you're getting enough of this in your diet and it's recommended to get about 400 to 800 micrograms per day so i also want to add that when it comes to folic acid the body does not convert it into like active folate very well so unmetabolized folic acid may build up in the bloodstream and super high intakes of folic acid may lead to increased blood levels of unmetabolized folic acid which can have adverse health effects over time. Now, if a supplement is needed, um, which most times, like if you're pregnant, a provider may say, you know, take a supplement, um, but all not, but all supplements are not created the same. So you want to go for the supplement that has methylfolate, which may be more beneficial than taking one with just folic acid because it's a more active form of folate in the body and it is better absorbed. So just an FYI, I feel like a lot of people don't know this information. So so just keep that in mind. All right, so moving on to the second nutrient that you need to consider, vitamin B12. So just like folate, B12 is essential for a healthy nervous system development and also function. But it's also needed to help prevent iron deficiency. Now, low vitamin B12 is correlated with low red blood cell counts and irregularly shaped blood cells. So similar to iron deficiency, having low vitamin B12 can really impact your energy levels. If you're pregnant, if you are a vegan, if you are a vegetarian, you may fall short on B12 since it's present in animal protein and to a lesser extent in dairy. And if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, you'll likely need a slightly higher amount. You can find B12 in foods like egg yolks, fatty fish, beef, tuna, and dairy. Let's move on to the third one. The third key nutrient you'll want to make sure you're getting enough of is omega-3s. 
I don't know why I got really excited, but I just love omega-3s. <laughs> These essential fatty acids, EPA and DHA, play many roles in the body, including building healthy brain and nerve cells, keeping your cholesterol levels in check, lowering your risk for heart disease, supporting your mood and your fertility. And some studies actually show that omega-3s, especially DHA, can help prevent preterm births. Even if you're not planning to have kids, you should definitely still make sure you're getting enough of those omega-3s, EPA and DHA, which can be found in fatty fish like sardines, salmon, herring, tuna. I love fish. I am always eating sardines. I know it's like, why? <laughs> but I love, love sardines with my whole heart and my clients. I feel like I'm always trying to get my clients to add sardines to their diets and they literally <laughs> are disgusted by it. But anyway, I love fish. Um, you'll want to make sure you are getting at least two servings per week of fish, especially like at least one serving has to be or should be fatty fish if you want to get those omega-3s. Now, I did a whole episode on vitamin D, which is the fourth key nutrient you should definitely consider. And honestly, I feel like this one is overlooked or just underrated. Um, a lot of people are deficient in vitamin D. And you wouldn't know until you get your blood drawn to test that specific vitamin level in your body. Over 42% of women are deficient. And this is definitely one of those common deficiencies in women. And if you're listening to today's episode, you likely have low vitamin D levels. And if you don't have a baseline, you'll want to ask for it on your next doctor's visit. And if you want to learn more about that, you should go to episode 32 because I break it down for you. Now, vitamin D is actually classified as a hormone and it's needed to support immunity and also mood, which maybe you've heard about, you know, maybe you've heard about it throughout the pandemic. It also encourages the absorption of calcium in your bones, preventing bone disorders. And a deficiency can cause low estrogen production, which can cause irregular or absent periods, vaginal dryness, low energy, and even things like mood swings. You can get it from the sun, which is why we call it the sunshine vitamin. But if you have darker skin complexion like me, it's really going to be hard for you to get that in. So you'll likely need a doctor and dietitian approved supplement. But some food sources do contain it um, like fatty fish. It tends to be a little higher in vitamin D. All right. Now the fifth key nutrient is calcium. Calcium is a vital mineral to maintain strong bones and teeth and bones and teeth hold most of the body's calcium, giving them the shape and the hardness. If you are not getting enough calcium in your diet, listen to this. Your body will pull it out of your bones and into your bloodstream. Women are more likely to have bone disorders compared to men. So it's really important to consume calcium to help maintain your bone health and density. Um, especially as we age, we want to make sure that we really have enough of this um, in our diet or else your bones can become porous. It can be more brittle. It can increase your risk for things like osteoporosis or osteopenia, which are both bone disorders. So make sure you are trying your best to get enough calcium into your diet. About 1000 milligrams to 1300 milligrams of calcium a day is always good, but talk to your doctor if you have specific questions or concerns, they can prescribe the right recommendations for you. Food sources include dairy products like yogurt, um, of course, if you're able to tolerate it, but there are non-dairy calcium-rich foods like sardines with the bones in them. That's where the calcium lives. Um, fortified foods like orange juice, beans, dark leafy greens like kale and almonds. So yes, most of the, you, you know, most of these calcium-rich foods you get from dairy, milk, and all those things, but just keep in mind that you can definitely get it from those non 
dairy calcium foods, which is always a plus for those who are vegan or vegetarian or want to maybe that you have an allergy to dairy or an intolerance. So just an FYI. All right. So this next one is like super, super, super key. I feel like iron will always remain a critical nutrient for women. Why is that? Iron is an essential element of hemoglobin and iron is crucial, crucial for forming red blood cells, which transport oxygen between the lungs and in the cells and the body Um, and muscle metabolism and connective tissue health are also supported by iron. And it's also essential for a physical growth, neurological development, cellular functioning, hormone health, the list goes on. And adult women between the ages of 19 and 20, oh, 19, sorry, adult women between the ages of 19 and 50 need about 18 milligrams of iron per day. Now, if you're pregnant, you are going to need to shoot for more. Sometimes it's about 27 milligrams per day. Um, Some people have a higher recommendation cater to your you know specific needs but you also want to make sure that you have a baseline for your blood count levels and iron levels especially if you always find yourself low on energy and you can't really figure out why um, if you find yourself having heavy heavy periods um, if you are breastfeeding you're pregnant um, if you are vegan or vegetarian or follow any restrictive diet for whatever reason you don't want to play with your iron levels um, when it gets serious you can end up getting iron blood transfusions, which is no fun. So the volume of blood almost doubles when women are pregnant, which dramatically increases the demand for iron. I just wanted to say that because um, I think it's really important to understand that um, as to why pregnant women um, need more iron. All in all, please, please, please just get a baseline of your iron levels. If you've never had it before, please do. Or if it's been a couple years before, please, please consider just having a solid baseline of where you stand with your iron, with your blood count, all those things. When you don't have enough, it's going to be really hard for your organs and other parts of your body to get the oxygen that it needs to function like at its best. So please, please, I've heard like scary stories from like clients in the past. I've heard scary stories from people that I know that were walking around with really, really, um, with really, really dangerous levels of iron. Um, foods with iron include things like seafood, dark leafy greens, red meats, legumes, seafood, I already said seafood, uh, fortified cereals, poultry, they all contain iron in them. So yeah, that was number six. And we are going to the final key nutrient, which is number seven. And it is my all time favorite magnesium, which if you want to learn more about this specific nutrient, scroll back to episode 18 because I did a whole entire episode on magnesium. So why did this make the list? Um, Magnesium is a mineral found throughout your body. And in fact, every single cell in your body contains this mineral and needs it to function properly. Most of it is found in the bone and the rest of it is found in your muscles, your tissues, fluids, including your blood. And it's involved in more than 600 reactions in your body doing like really important things like converting the food you love into energy and symptoms of having low magnesium include muscle cramps, premenstrual pain, constipation, headaches, sleeping difficulties. These can all be a result of having low magnesium levels. And lately, I've been seeing some really great literature out there on um, uh, magnesium and just getting enough of it and how it can just support like different 
processes in your body. So I will always be a magnesium advocate. Um, But when it comes to food sources, pumpkin seeds, uh, dark chocolate, dark leafy greens, nuts like almonds and cashews, avocados, um, whole grains like oats, brown rice, whole wheat bread, those all contain um, magnesium. Those all contain magnesium. um, So there's lots of variety for you to choose from. Supplements can also be great if it is recommended um, by your provider. I love magnesium glycinate because it's better absorbed, but there are so many other forms of magnesium depending on like what's going on with you. For example, like um, certain forms of magnesium may help to support constipation if that's something that you're dealing with. But again, go to episode 18 because like I literally talk about magnesium (laughs) and you will learn so much. Okay, so we made it to the end. Those are the top key nutrients, top seven key nutrients all women should consider in your 30s, your 40s, and your 50s. These are, you know, no matter what part of life you're in, you can definitely benefit from making sure you're having optimal levels of all these nutrients I mentioned, like folate, B12, omega-3s, EPA, DHA, vitamin D, calcium, iron, and magnesium. When it comes to supplements, a daily multivitamin may be helpful. Like if you're not, you know, nourishing properly, if you're pregnant, um, breastfeeding and have certain dietary restrictions, or if you have conditions that alter your digestive health, where it may be a little harder for you to like absorb certain foods, alter your digestive health, where it's like harder for you to digest certain foods or absorb them properly. Um, You want to make sure that you are kind of collaborating with a healthcare provider so that you can get the specific recommendations that your body needs. Um, So yeah, I would love to hear like if you are considering these nutrients already, if you're new to them, if you've learned something new today. I know I didn't get into like all the details of every single vitamin because honestly, I don't think it's necessary to go into the science, like the hard science of every single nutrient. I'm just here to give you like what these key nutrients are, the quick facts of like how they support your body and what foods to find them in. And then also when you need to consider a supplement um, with, you know, supervision from your doctor or healthcare provider. So was this helpful? I hope so. And if you enjoyed the gems that I shared with you today, the quick gems, um, as part of our women's health series, please do us a big favor and leave a cool podcast review and rating. I would love to hear from you. Again, this is our Women's Health Month series. We have one more episode coming out in a couple days, which is going to close us out on our series. So stay tuned for that. Happy second anniversary to our podcast, Flourish Heights. And I love y'all. You guys are amazing listeners. I'm always so appreciative. You know, it's always love from my end. So do celebrate with us and show some extra special love by leaving that rating and review, especially if you're tuning in on Apple Podcasts. All right. It's been fun. It's been real fun. I will talk to you soon. And until then, keep flourishing. (laughs) 